So guys, I'm going to welcome you back to the Get Ready to Reach podcast. Again, uh, I am your host, Mike, and today we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to me. It is uh, how to recognize when it's time to raise your vibration, when it's time to make a shift. You really have to be comfortable. You have to be ready to talk about something like this. You can't just go type it out. I'm going to talk about vibration today Um, because the people on the other end, they'll know. They'll know if you're authentic or not. Uh, We all have things going on in our life, but if you are not an open door, um, if you are not an open flowing door where energy comes down through you and out to whoever it's supposed to be in, um, if you are someone that's putting your ego and your emotions in front of that, it'll come through. So this is something that, again, it's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but I had to get in the right space to really do it. And um, I think you'll appreciate me being in that space and actually being able to, um, you know, let the energy flow through me the way it's supposed to. Um, but it's somewhere where I live. It's somewhere where I'm comfortable being. I'm comfortable talking about it. I'm comfortable being your tour guide on this journey called When Your Vibration is Raising. And, uh, you know, it's just like anything else. We got winter, spring, uh, summer, and fall. And seasons come and seasons go. We see change of sign coming with the change of leaves, weather, uh, sunrise, longer days, things like that. And you'll also see signs when your vibration has an opportunity to shift, uh, to rise, to increase. And this podcast is about you learning how to recognize those signs and your responsibility, your role in that situation, okay? Uh, first thing I want to make clear, if you are someone that is in church and you're the type of person that you only believe the pastor or the church or uh, if it's in the Bible then this probably is not for you it really is for you but it's probably not for you you probably won't listen to anything I say with the word vibration you'll think it's something new age um, I'm here to tell you it's not new age it is not something that uh, you know we don't need God built replace God it's not one of those things at all um, it's actually something you know I'm a Christian I'm a Christ follower the Holy Spirit tells me what to write, and when he stops telling tell me what to write, I stop writing. Um, it, it's that simple. I'm a writer, and that's how I write everything that I do. And you can actually tell when I'm Mike, the man writing, versus Mike being led by the Spirit writing. It just doesn't flow the same. And the same thing is going to go on with this. You know, I've recorded this six times now today, and I want to make sure it comes off right, because it's not something that you can just draw a straight line. This means this, do this, and then boom. You know, boom, 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 you got it. It's it's a it's something you got to digest. It's something that you got to consume and think about. You got to chew on it. You're gonna hear me say that several times in this podcast. You got to chew on it and see how you feel about it. And engage where you are. You probably have to listen to it two or three times to really grasp and get a good feel on what I'm trying to talk about. It's not like it's difficult material, but it's just like I said, it's not a straightforward kind of thing. Okay. But again, if you're one of those people, I encourage you to stay. I encourage you to listen for the next 25 minutes. I couldn't get it in 13 minutes, guys. Sorry. It's about 25 minutes. I encourage you to stay. Your vibration is partifically, uh, partially science. Your vibration is part, partially scientific and partially divine. Just like you are partially scientific and you are partially divine. You know, like most of us, and I'm going to put me in that boat. I'm not any better than you. I may be further along, which makes me your teacher in this particular topic, but I'm not any better than you. Like most of us, um, we kind of get stuck in our human side and we forget, hey, we have a divine side. Um, We kind of give our human side life and we forget to give our divine side life. 
Um, and this is kind of one of the things that I wanted to talk about. You know, if you break down the word human, it means God, man. If you go to church, you know, you are a spirit having a, a human experience. You are a God, man. That's what you are, a spirit having a human experience. You know, so just by understanding that you are a God, man, you are a creator. You are a part of God. You are the little G. You're not the big G. You're not the God, so don't walk around and saying, I'm a God. No, you know, but you're a little G, and you're a little G here. Um, you need to understand that, that you have the ability to create things here, to manifest things here, to make change here with the way you think, the way you speak, and what you do. Um, and the energy that flows through you definitely can dictate that, and I'm trying to teach you how to recognize signs and when you can, like, take advantage of this, okay? So, what is your vibration? Is it something that's tangible? I'm an energy reader, I'm an empath, so for me, yes, it's tangible. When people walk in the room, when people walk in the hallway, when people get out of their car and I'm 20 feet away, I can feel vibrations, I can feel energy. I already know if I wanna have an experience with you or not, if it's gonna be pleasant or if it's gonna be toxic. And I, I'm already calculating how much time I'm gonna give you, uh, how much of myself I'm gonna open up to you, should I say, before we have our first interaction. So to me, it is tangible. Uh, to most people, it will not be tangible. You won't be able to touch it, smell it, taste it, feel it, hear it, any of that. Um, and that's probably a blessing, to be honest with you. Uh, it probably helps you meet more people, be open to more people, versus already having a feeling of what you're going to get before they say one word. So to most people, it's not tangible. Uh, people ask me all the time, is it something that can be changed internally? Can you raise your vibration by doing something internally? And that answer for some people is yes. You can go home, you can meditate, you can you know, get out of that ugh, as I call it, get that ugh off of you, and get into a higher way of thinking, a broader, more expanded way of thinking, that agape love that connects us all, raises our consciousness. You can go get into that. Um, the question is, will it stay once you get done with that? Like, How long does that effect last on you? Some people, the first person they come in contact with that is not uh, vibrating high like they are when they get finished meditating, and it just brings them right back down. The first music, they let their external environment environment bring them back down. Um, but yes, you can go do some internal things to raise your vibration, in my opinion. I do it all the time. Um, is it externally motivated? I think it's more external. I think it's a combination of both, but I think external is probably more powerful because you can touch something that's external like if it's a person i can call you i can touch you um i can be with you it's like you bring something out of me that i can't get out by myself that is an external so i think that one is more powerful um it may be a job it may be a song it may be um it may be an event like you can be the most introverted person in the world until you get on the basketball court and then all of a sudden you become this monster now that's an external thing that you can go do. So I think it's more external than internal, but the right answer would be it's a combination of all of them. Um, that's just how I look at it like that. But your vibration is the frequency that your soul and your body operate at, okay? It's how you carry yourself. It's how you think. It's what you need. It's what you do. It's uh, the energy you have stored in your chakra centers. It's the energy that you put out into the world. It's the energy that maybe you don't put out into the world. It goes, goes internal. Um, it's the key to us being able to attract the things that we need, and it alters our ability to ascend here on Earth. 
that is all part of your vibration. That's all part of your vibe, okay? Um, and like I said, it is tangible. It is noticeable. Some people have a higher grasp of it is what I'm saying. It's like when you're around them, you know that they're just different. You feel it. And you, you either want some of it because you recognize it or you don't recognize it, but you know, you just, you just don't recognize it. So that takes us to our first clue that I want to point out, which is how to recognize uh, when your vibration could be shifting. And that is simply by looking at the people that are around you versus the people that show up in your life. Um, if you're someone that, let's say, um, you're Debbie Downer and you got five other Debbie Downers around you and you guys just get together and commiserate, guess what? When you get someone that's really positive that shows up and they take interest in you because you know, opposites attract. They don't stick together long and they don't make a divine relationship, but they do attract. But when you get someone that, uh, you know, really is just positive impact on you, guess what? That is an opportunity for you to shift your energy. They're not going to stay long if you're here and they're here. But if you can come up to here, guess what? We now have you see negative to positive and positive. This works, they match. It's like a baby with soiled diaper was here versus a baby that's clean. When the baby gets a soiled diaper, he wants it to get off of him. He wants poop off of him so he can be back clean. And now we match. Energies, frequencies match. If they don't match in this particular uh, example, if they don't match, guess what's going to happen? This one is going to drain this one, okay? And this one is going to get tired of being drained. And depending on what kind of leverage life has on you, the relationship will end quickly or it will end, you know, badly, one of the two. But the whole point of it is if you just look at the people that show up in your life, if you are trying to run a business, you need to be around people that are running business. If you're not around those people, you need to call those people into your environment. And when they show up, your responsibility is to be quiet, be humble, ask questions, and wait. Just watch and wait. It is not to tell them all the stupid stuff that you've been through and all the failures that you had. They don't want to know all that. They know it too. They're already in business. It would be better for you to just be around them and be quiet so you can soak up all that you can to raise your vibration in that area. If you're around people that are really intellectual and maybe you're like a dance expert and they want to learn how to dance. Do you think they're going to come talk to you about all the intellectual things that they've done in college? Or if they're going to come and talk to you and pick your brain about how it is that you do what you do on the dance floor. You are the one that's vibrating higher in that field. So when you call, when they call you into their life, guess what? When we now get to the dance floor, it's time for you to teach and for me to be quiet. And that is the role that you have. When you call certain individuals into your life, it is your job to listen to be the sponge while they teach. And if you're the one that's being called into someone else's life, it's your job to teach the gift that you have and let them listen and that's it. And then this is the responsibility that you have. Understand that it's just a seasonal thing. If they're meant to be in your life, this is a whole nother podcast. If they're meant to be in your life permanently, then there are some other things going on. But if it's a seasonal thing, you better let that person go because he's got a job, she's got a job, which is to teach other people about their gifts that's it and it's just like we as humans we come down to our man side and we want that person to be in our life forever and it's just like it doesn't work that way you know the whole reason i'm doing this podcast was because my tour guide said to me you know you only get the tour and the tour guide they come together you won't get a tour without a tour guide it doesn't work that way you won't get a task without a task master you know so 
look for it that way. But he said, he's like, you really should be um, touring the country, spreading your influence, talking to people, trying to motivate them. And I thought about it. And I didn't put my, well, uh, you know, I can't into it. I didn't put all that into it. I just chewed on it. You know, my natural human response was to tell him why that wouldn't work or why I wasn't already doing that. But I said, you know what? Maybe he's right. He saw something in me that I wanted to already do. And I never revealed that to him. It was something that I wanted to do. But, you know, I didn't think I was ready for it. But the point is, I didn't reveal it to him. So why, why ruin what he just said? I just took it and I chewed on it. And when I got home, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought about it for several days. And when we talk about life and its leverage, you know, we're humans. We've got things going on in life that prevent us. We can't just go poof. If you can, God bless you. If most of us cannot. Um, but I thought about what is stopping me from doing what I'm doing, what he said I could be doing. I'm like, okay, I don't have the lifestyle. I don't have the financial means to just book a flight, nor do I have the influence in the following. you got to have that. you got to have an audience. You got a gift, your gift is only good when you give it to somebody. You know, so um, I didn't have the influence, I didn't have the audience, and I didn't have the financial means to fly to New York, fly to Chicago, fly to, you know, Detroit, fly to uh, California, LA, San Diego, San Francisco. I didn't have the means to do that. And I thought about it and I said, well, what do I have? I have a camera, I have the internet, I have a phone, and I got a whole well burst of knowledge and experience that I've been through that could help people. And that's why we got this podcast. So you will always get the tour along with the tour guide, the sponsor, the person that can either get you there, can can call people that can help you when you get there, or that will propel you to go try it. Remember that, okay? And it is not your job to see that person every day. I probably see him twice twice a month now, or once every two months now is probably how often I see him. He's busy, he's got stuff going on, and he's also trying to get hired too. So he, I, don't, I shouldn't expect him to stay in the same spot. But it was just that moment in time where we met here. He said what he said. I took it. I thought about it. And now I'm doing it. And that's your job too. But that's how you recognize when someone is trying to shift you to a higher vibration. It happens all the time with people we meet. And it's just a matter of you letting them in and not saying no. Okay? So just think about the people that show up. Or think about the people that you have around you and who you need to show up. You know? You're gonna have to dis- you're gonna have to separate yourself from the people around you if they're not trying to go where you want to go or if they don't believe you can. It doesn't mean you don't talk to them, but it does mean your priorities have to change. You know, uh, it just happened to me yesterday. I thought, well, at this time I got an extra hour. I'm gonna go into the gym and do blah blah blah. And I thought, well, you know what? Why am I going to go do the norm? That's not even my normal time. It's just an extra hour. That's my norm. How about we go do something different? You know, I walked around Meyer. I went to go pick up some things that I needed, had a chance encounter with the person, and it was just like, wow, I'm so glad I came to Meyer. Listen to those urges. Sometimes you got to get out of your norm. you got to get out of your comfort zone. you got to leave those people behind you that are ugh-based and get into a space where you can let God work for you. He can bring people to you. It's just like, okay, he can bring people to you anywhere. But my point is, it's just like, get out of the norm and into the ether where, where some things can happen for you is what I'm trying to say. And when that does happen, be able to recognize, hey, this is a moment where I can shift. I can raise my vibration in this level. If I talk to so-and-so, they can take my career, my business, my aspirations to another level kind of thing. Look for that, okay? So... Another thing that you want to look for, 
that you want to use as fuel is abrupt endings. Um, this could be someone passing, this could be an end of a relationship, end of a friendship, firing of a job. Those are things that happen like that. Um, accidents. Things that happen abruptly, like I didn't see that coming. You know, you go home and, and find out someone has like two weeks to live and they just pass, poof. That's an abrupt ending, okay? And why do I say you can use that as fuel or as your shifter? Because if you had a relationship with that person, obviously if you didn't have a relationship with that person, then you can reflect on it and try to be better. But I mean, like you had a relationship with that person, like that was your grandma or your grandpa or your big mama kind of thing and they like molded you when so-and-so was not there for you. Well, if you think about where they're at now, they're looking at you through the veil they don't want to see you sad. They don't want to see you stuck. They don't want to see you unhappy. They don't want to see you not doing what it is that you want to be doing in life. They have a whole higher perspective now. They're up with God. You know? They want to see you doing what it is they trained you to do. So that is your chance while you're open, while now everything has stopped to look at what you've got going on. You know, think about relationships. When they end abruptly, you know, all the other shit that you had going on stops. And now it's just like, damn, I wish I had another shot at that. Or I wish I would have done this differently. Okay, well take that. Take that and say thank you for breaking up with me. You don't want to say thank you for passing, but I, I thank you for the time you spent with me. But thank you for breaking up with me. I know our time is finished. If we get back together, that's great. But based on how this looks, our time is finished. And now I'm going to go go on and, and apply what you and I learned together. I'm going to go higher. You know, I always tell people, never let people see you uh, where you were the next time you meet them. Let's say you lose a job and you're operating here. The next time you see that person, damn it, you better be operating. Even if it's just one step higher, you need to be one step higher. You don't want to go down and you want to be at the same level. You want to be one step higher. So when they see you, they know. We lost a good one. We impacted him and he used what he learned here and now look at him. He's thriving. Same thing with relationships. People said all the time, I'm gonna show you. It's not about showing them. It's about understanding that they had a role in your life. There was a season, they had a role in your life and I hope you saw whatever it is that they showed you and you shifted to a higher vibration. If they were meant to stay with you that's a whole nother podcast, but if they were meant to stay with you, again, the impact would be much greater. Uh, so I don't want to belittle that abrupt ending relationship because it hurts. Now I have relationships that have ended with me in the past. I still think about it, they hurt. But at the same time, it's like when I started this journey out at 20, 21, the reason I became an empath was because of the relationship. I was opened up to an entirely new energy field that I had never experienced before. Um, it was crazy. I mean, to the point where I'm hearing people's feelings, I'm able to like feel injuries on people. It, it was crazy. People would just come to me and drop off all of their like baggage. They would just tell me their life stories. And I'm like, do I have, come talk to me on my brain? You know, um, yeah, it was just, it was crazy, you know, but again, it was from a, a level of emotional well-being that I had never experienced before from a relationship. And it 
flow from here out through me and apparently I was putting that out to other ones hey I'm well come be with me come talk to me and I will you'll be well too because that's exactly what happened you know so when that relationship ended the human side of me wanted to go find that person and bring it back and it's like no you got to let it go you got to move on there will be other lessons to learn other relationships other tour guides will come along that will help you along this path if it was meant to be permanent they'll find their way back or you won't let them go but you got to know that you got to recognize that and you got to capitalize on that so if you have an abrupt ending with your job if you have an abrupt ending with the relationship you know you definitely want to use that period of time when everything is now stopped it's like you're panicking about how you're going to replace something so-and-so or how so-and-so did what to you but at the same time everything has stopped and it's just like you need to say thank you it was good for me that this happened because now I'm able to use what I've learned to go higher and then go higher. It's that simple, okay? Seasons change for a reason, guys. It's just like when when uh, summertime and fall freezes over, guess what? Stuff dies. But when spring comes, we're thankful that that stuff died because new things can grow. And the wintertime is cold, you know, but it's a lot of people outside happy and in the snow playing in the wintertime and it's cold. You know, so think about that when it comes to abrupt endings. If you got a dead-end job and you're sitting there and they don't pay you right, and they don't talk to you right, and they don't treat you right, why are you staying there? It's just like you basically saying, you, you, I agree with how you treat me, you know? When you know you don't, you go home, you're miserable, you hate life, you can't do crap, you can't talk to people, why are you staying there? You know, for me, it, it's a job is a job. I'm a trader, I'm an entrepreneur, so if I have a job, first of all, um, working for someone else, it's an anomaly. This must be a real rare time in my life. But, you know, I'm definitely not going to stay in a situation, and I'm speaking of my last place of employment, my last two places of employment. I'm not going to stay in a situation where you need me to conform to, to your uh, unfair treatment. I'm out. See you later. I'm worth more than that, and I can find something more than that. You know, so... Again, we talked about what life has leveraged against you. If you have kids, maybe you stay there. If you have a mortgage and you're in a lot of debt, maybe you stay there. If you have no contacts, no resume, maybe you stay there. I don't know. But the point is, maybe you stay there and you're making an exit strategy. Maybe you stay there, you get a part-time job, and then you leave this one. Maybe you just leave abruptly like I do, like I did, and I started a business. And it's like... I'm gonna make this work because this is what I want to do. I don't know how to do it, but I'm gonna make it work. That's something you gotta figure out with yourself. But it's still an abrupt ending. Recognize it that it's time to shift. And you can go one of two ways. You can go down or you can go up. I don't believe you can stay where you are, okay? Another thing, another sign that it's time to shift, okay? This is when you have massive periods of insomnia mixed with the massive consumption of energy. I call it downloading. Um, I'm already an insomniac, okay? But when you have periods of just five hours, six hours, seven hours straight, where you're just reading stuff, consuming information, consuming new topics, it's time to shift. Your soul is looking for something. There's something new coming about that you haven't seen in the human world yet that it is time to shift. It's something that you're going to see that's going to spark a brainwave, it's going to spark a thought, and you're, you're trying to find it subconsciously is what's happening. 
I mean, it's violent for me. I have periods of times where I sleep 45 to an hour a night. And it doesn't matter if I have had meetings all day, if I've talked to people all day, if I've been on the phone all day, if I play basketball all day. Um, I could have shots, shots on shots on shots of alcohol. It doesn't matter. I am not going to be able to sleep. And a lot of my time during that time is spent downloading information. And normally the opportunity will present itself to where the things I've been reading about, I'm now going to talk to someone about, and they're going to ask me more, and we're going to form a relationship, and boom, I'm out of that cycle. You know, things work like this, guys. They work in cycles. Our, our universe spins in cycles. Our body spins in cycles. Our energies in our body spins in cycles. They work in cycles. Now, this is really about teaching you how to recognize cycles when people come up to break them is what it's really about because you're already in a cycle but when you meet people that can help you break that cycle or advance the level of that cycle i want you to be able to take advantage of that now another podcast that we'll do is talking about how to like pull people to you like how you manifest someone to come to you or or things that you need in life how to pull that to you it is an unbelievable thing um I've had experiences where, again, I knew I was going to run into someone. It was like I called them, and three days later I ran into them. And uh, it just happened to me a couple of days ago, actually, where I ran into someone that I had never met face to face before. And poof, it's like I called this person and I ran into them. And those are the meetings that you want to be able to take advantage of. It's like those are not the ones that you want to avoid. Those are the ones that when you when you see it, you mean you want to step up to the target. You want to step into the destiny. You don't want to shy away from it. You want to step in. You want to be yourself because you call them and they're looking for you. They're not looking for this fake facade. They're looking for you. They're looking for what you have. Um, and they came. So that's a whole other podcast. It goes along with this, which is raising your vibration and recognizing that the opportunities to make that shift, to make that jump. And I'm telling you, when you experience massive insomnia combined with massive massive information consumption, that is a clear sign that you are about to make a shift or something is gonna happen that can change your life. Take advantage of this time, okay? Um, another thing that you can really take a look at is when you have massive periods of just being drained, like you can sleep seven, eight, nine, ten hours and you're just drained. It's not that you have a flu bug, it could be that your body is now downloading the celestial energy, and guess what? It's already upgrading how you do things. Um, it is already changing you know, your inner being, your frequency that you operate at, and you'll know it because, again, it's like that baby that we talked about. When a baby sits in a soul diaper, some babies can play all day, and some babies want that soul diaper off of them. And for this example, we're going to talk about the baby that wants a soul diaper off of them. When a baby sits in a soul diaper, they're going to kick, scream, cuss, and fuss until you come change them because it doesn't match. They want to be clean and they're soiled. They don't match. But when they get back clean, they match. Okay? So you're going to know it when you're drained and the, the frequency is changing because the people around you will no longer match. It's like when you come out of that period, the people that you hung out with are going to be like that baby over here that's just soul diaper. And you're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't operate at this capacity. i got to come up to here where we match. And if there's no one here waiting, these members, you never get a tour without the tour guide. These people will be here. You just got to get out into the ether where they can find you. Okay, you got to get out of your norm and go do some different things where they can find you. 
uh, one of the things that I found out, you know, I do a lot of Bible sermons, and um, one sermon was about Boaz and Ruth, and another sermon is about Philip and the eunuch, and it's just like you don't want your sponsor, your tour guide, to have to be Boaz, to where he has to be so specific to find you. You don't want that, uh, and I'm, I'm guilty of that too. So it's not just you, it's me too. You don't want your tour guide to be so specific in order to find you. It's like having a fit of building through a pinhead of a needle. You don't want that. You want your sponsor to be like Philip was with the eunuch, where he is gonna chase after you and get on the chariot with you, show you what to do, and then get off. And you never see him again. I've had both situations happen many times. Um, it actually happened with me in 2005 to a guy, I swear to God, was me in another lifetime. White guy, he's about 55, his name's Seth. And I'm sitting there with my girl, we're having dinner, we're laughing and joking. He walks up to us and he's like, well, you know, what's all the commotion about? And we're just, you know, who's this strange person talking to us? And, you know, five minutes later, we're all sitting there laughing. He's like, well, I want to buy you guys dinner. I want to buy you another round of drinks on me. I really appreciate it at the time. I'm, I'm from out of town. I'm here on business. And I'm like, oh, business, ding, you know, pops up. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm a marketing rep for my own company, and I have a small team. And everything that I want to do, and I'm trying to do now, this guy was doing 12, 13 years ago. And uh, he's like, you know, I travel a lot. I meet people like you. I do some motivational speaking and then I go back and I do my marketing and I'm gonna to leave tomorrow. And he gave me his card and I'm thinking, the human side of me is thinking that I'm supposed to have a relationship with Seth and I'm supposed to call him and email him and he's gonna mentor me and it's just like, no. It was just a moment in time just like that. It was meant to shift you, to give you a picture of something that you will be doing, could be doing in the future and that was it. Long story short, I ended up calling Seth no answer. I emailed Seth, he responded one time. I asked him some questions and he was just like, never responded. And, and I didn't, I took it kind of personal, but I, I kind of understood at the same time. Like, you don't know this guy. He doesn't know you. He never said he would mentor you. The whole point was for him to show you something that you want to be doing that is possible so you can continue on. And that is what this vibrational conversation is about. This is just part one, you know, but it's just, Recognizing when someone has entered into your life for a specific purpose that could raise or shift your vibration, okay? It's really not about sitting at home meditating or it's not about going to go find something. It's just about how to recognize the signs to raise your vibration. And a lot of times it happens with people. You know, again, I'm sitting there at a bar a couple Monday nights ago. I have an earbud in this ear, I'm listening to YouTube, I'm writing notes down, and I'm watching SportsCenter. I was aware of the people that were in the bar, but I really wasn't feeling the people that were in the bar because I weren't there for them. I wasn't there because of them. I was there strictly because I wanted to have a beer, I wanted to get some food, it was late night, whatever. So this particular server walks over to me, she says something to me, and I did not stop her. I figured, well, you don't know me, you feel you should just walk up to me as calmly as you want to and just start talking to me when you can see I'm clearly engrossed in what I'm doing, we, we there must be a reason why you're here. So I said, well, when you get done, come back. She comes back. I give her a riddle that I wrote down. I had her read it. And I said, tell me what you think about it. She told me what she thought about it. And I, to me, I thought, no way she thought about that. But whatever, I'll take what she said. I went to the bathroom, came back, and I thought about it some more. And I said, you know what? 
if this moves me, I will come back and tell you. And if it doesn't, then you know, you'll see me when you see me, no big deal. But I will make sure I come back and tell you. Now what she told me was to make sure you have a plan B. I always have a plan B. I go to the bathroom and I'm like, do you have a plan B or are you all in? I'm like, no, I don't have a plan B. So then I'm like, are you all in? Well, no, I'm not really all in either. Why aren't you all in? And then all these possibilities opened up to that I didn't want to see that I now saw to why I wasn't all in. All these warning signs opened up. All these different, wow, look at that, look at that. They all opened up. And it was all because I let a, a chance meeting between me and someone that I didn't have a relationship with impact me. And I chewed on it. I didn't tell them all my, well, oh, yeah, I didn't give them none of that. I just chewed on what they said. And I thought about something that I hadn't thought about. And I'm telling you, if you're watching this podcast, or you listen to this, that probably happens to you on a daily or weekly basis. And the, the thing you've got to do is you've got to be that revolving door. You've got to open and close like this with the energy flowing through. You've got to get out of the way. You've got to get your emotions out of the way. You've got to get your need to talk, to be the, 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 the teacher, the leader, the ego. Get that out of the way and just let the energy flow through you like it's supposed to. Chew on it and then see where it takes you, okay? It's just that simple. Um, I'm gonna record this because I totally forgot to add this in and I don't know how I forget, because it happens to me all the time. So much stuff happens to me all the time that you just forget things. But um, another sign that I want you guys to look for really is having massive emotional swings. And don't confuse this with mood swings. Like, yeah, your mood changes because people affect you. Um, think of it like an alka saucer. If you're a cup of water and the wrong person puts an alka saucer in, your mood bubbles up over here and then it calms down. And depending on the type of person you are, you know, that might be good or bad. Don't confuse this with that. What I'm saying is that you are completely fine and then you either bust out in tears of joy or sadness or you bust out laughing and then you're going back and forth and you don't know why. You haven't had anyone impact you that would make you like feel this. It's just like, it's just you by yourself when everything is now shut off and you can actually hear your inner man think or your inner woman think and you go from left to right, like left extreme to right extreme for no uh, known reason. That is a huge sign that, okay, you are at a period where you could be getting ready to shift. You could raise your vibration if you do blah, 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 where I said things work in cycles and this is the, the beginning of a cycle or the ending of a cycle where you can say, no, I'm not going to stay down here with my man, with my, my human. I'm going to go up here with my God man because he is trying to get me higher all the time. And what our human does is it wants to keep us down here because this is normal. Recognize that, look for that, and actually make the right thing. Remember we said, you have when it's your time to shift, when your vibration is about to rise. Your responsibility is to recognize the sign, number one. Be humble, number two. Manage your emotions and manage your thoughts. Get your ego out of the way. Okay, so you might have to take some time to actually deal with whatever is going on down here that's trying to pull you down. Maybe it's realize that, hey, she's, he or she has actually shut everything off, and I actually have time to bring these things up now. There's like all these little boxes that I have stored away, and now I can actually go open the box and deal with what's inside. Go do that. Get your emotions out of the way. Go open the box. Go look at it. Hold it up. Hmm, this was good. This wasn't good. Am I good with it now? Yes. Get rid of the box. Okay? So you can go up. Don't do what people do, which is get busy, cut the music on, go back to the norm. I'm just like you. I would go to the gym at 3 in the morning and shoot baskets. Don't do what people do, which is 
not deal with the box. I'll deal with it later. Deal with the box now because this is the time for you to shift now. It's like tell someone how you feel now. That way, whenever happens in the future happens, guess what? I've already gotten it out. I'm good. I don't need to relive this. Same concept. So if you're having emotional swings like this when you're by yourself, that is a that is a, a sure sign that, okay, you could shift right now. I don't know what else is going on in your life, but that is another sign to look for. So look for it. Take advantage of it. But before I close, I really want you to take a look at that the people that show up in your life, not necessarily the people that are around you. We all can look at them, you know, but the people that show up in your life. And what I mean by the people, I mean, it's the person that you just, you know, like me and you would either fit well together if it's a relationship or me and you would work well together if it's a business or just if I could just talk to you because of the way you handle yourself, I know you would rub off on me. Meditate on that. And when you get that opportunity to actually go talk to that person, go into it with your ego checked and your emotions out of it. And just talk to them. Don't feel the need to just like tell them your whole history and all the failures you've had and what you've done well. And you know what? They don't need to know all that. They're your shifter. You're not their shifter. They're here to shift you. So, you know, if they ask you that, be honest with them. But if they don't ask you, guess what? You're playing the role of sponge. And you're playing that role because they have something that you need. And I want you to be very clear. It's not a take-take. You're going to give this back to someone else. You Remember, the door flows like this. So it opens one way. Well, it's got to open back the other way. You're going to give this to someone else. They don't need you to get, repay them. Maybe you buy them lunch in the, in the natural world, yeah. You know, But they don't need you to repay them if they're already vibrating at a higher frequency than you are. You need them to show you something to pull you up. Okay, so your gift back is going to be when the next person that comes along, you're going to pull them up. Okay, but I really want you to take a look at that. When new people show up in your life, how is your attitude towards life? How is your attitude towards people? How is your attitude towards everything? Because just like someone walked in, they can quickly walk out. And you are probably bringing those people to you and then on the same token, you're probably pushing those people away because your attitude is spunk. You know, so if you are in a bad situation, it's probably because of the way you think and the way you act. And the minute you change that, the opportunity will come. It's almost like you put out, I'm, I'm here and I'm well. And it's just like, okay, I'm open to attract that now. And then they come. It is an amazing uh, experience as far as how that happens. So I want you to give that a try and let me know what happens. In regards to the people around you, the people that are coming in and out of your life, I really want you to look at that because that is a huge, that one in the abrupt endings, those are huge times to where you can make the shift. Um, huge signs would be the insomnia, the downloading, and um, the being drained, uh, ringing in your ears, things like that. Those are the huge signs, but the huge times, the seasonal changes are going to be the people that come into your life on a day-to-day -day basis and the abrupt endings to relationship, jobs, uh, friendships, whatever. Um, look at those guys because, again, if you're wanting to be higher, you're going to have to put out higher first and then you attract higher back. Uh, if higher finds you first, if the, if the tour finds you before the guy does, you're going to screw it up because of the way you act. You're going to screw it up because of the way you think. You won't even take the tour, things like that. 
Um, but if the guide finds you first, and this is typically how it works, and then the challenge, the class, the test, just picture that as a challenge. The guide finds you first, and they point out something that they feel you can do. It's a challenge. That is your opportunity to shift. And it's your opportunity to be humble when they find you, to not be Debbie Downer negative, to not over-talk, to not under-talk, just to listen and be the sponge, answer the questions that they ask you honestly, for the, give them the information that they need honestly, but don't like bring them down to your level with your monkey stories. It's just like, don't. You know, if I ever meet Damon John, you know, if he ever asks me about my background, I'll tell him about my background. I'll tell him about some of the successes and failures and things that I've had happen to me that I think is funny. But I wouldn't meet him in an elevator and say, you know, there was a time when I sat across from the client and I really needed a sale. I was struggling with this and that in my life and I had a small magazine and we had a meeting and my tooth fell out. Oh, it's like I just wasted two minutes of this guy's time. He might remember, but it could have been two minutes when I'm like, Damon, you know, I got a really great idea. I really feel like you would be the guy that could help me and I could be the person that could help you expand your influence in this particular field. Why don't you call me? Here's my card. You know, see the difference? And then I'm going to be quiet. So don't ruin it for yourself. When your tour guide shows up, step back and ask yourself, who is this person and why are they in my life? If it's a relationship you're meant to be in, and you're not sure if it's forever, but it's just a good thing right now, don't look at it as it's got to be, this is my wife or this is my husband. It could be, you know what, this person is here right now because I was down in myself, and they saw something in me, and they like me, and if it becomes that, great. But if it doesn't, for right now, I'm going to give it everything that I can, and I'm also going to get everything that I can out of it. Period. Don't bring them down. Try to come up. Okay? If it is a new job opportunity, guess what? There's going to be someone there that thinks you can do the job, even if the other 100 people think you can. And it's your job to either not let that person down, to walk in that door, not avoid the door, to walk in and through that door, and to give it your best shot. Because sometimes you don't come through, sometimes you do fail, but that's okay, because you're going to learn something about yourself that you'll be able to use in the future, okay? So, again... I want you to take, I'm hammering this home for a reason. I want you, when it's time to make that seasonal change, that shift to a newer vibration, a higher vibration, a higher level of, of frequency operation, the way you think, the way you put energy out, the way you receive energy is about to change. You need to be the sponge in the room, not the one talking the most. If you are the, the lower of the two, if you're the higher, yeah, you're gonna be talking more. But if you're the lower of the two, chances are this happens Nine out of ten this way, you're going to be the one quiet. You're going to be the sponge. You're going to be humble. You're going to be precise with your words. You're not going to be running off at the mouth about all the negative crap you've been through. It's just like, you know what? Don't bring them down. If they ask you, answer honestly, but don't bring them down. And more importantly, if you're right in that cusp and you're like, I really can't stand this and I can't stand that, you might be on the bottom half of a shift where it's just like you're just about to miss it. But if you change the way you think about your current situation, guess what? The new one will show up. If you don't change the way you think about that current situation, guess what? You skipped the tour when the tour guide came and you're going to get a, some more of that. It's like pie. Talk about how bad the pie is, guess what you get? More bad pie. You talk about how good the pie is, guess what you get? 
more good pie with the tour guide. So that is my time. I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I know it seemed like it was rambling, but it's 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 wisdom, guys, and it's something that you might have to listen to two or three times to get it. But once you get it, you'll start to see it. Um, I do plan on expanding on this topic, so come back, check me out, see where I'm at with it. Okay. Once again, I am your host, Mike. This is the Get Ready to Reach podcast. Today we are talking about when it's time to raise your vibration, how to recognize the signs. Um, I am a part of the Instant Go app under Coach underscore Mike. So if you ever want to have a one-on-one session, you can find me there. Rates are really cheap. If you like what you heard, I would ask you to subscribe, to like this video, to applaud if you're on one of the podcast channels. If you're on like uh, Anchor.fm, give me some applause, please. Share me with your friends, your family, someone that you think could benefit from this. And also, uh, you know, just keep me in your back pocket. It means a lot to me that someone is listening to this and maybe I'm impacting their life. I don't know. So let me know. Um, also, um, also follow me on social media because I, you know, I do announce new things that I'm into. And like I said, I want to have some other people that I know can give a broader perspective on this topic on the show one day. So maybe we'll all get together and have lunch and just chat. And I think this will be something, if you're into this, this would be good for you to see. And I will make that announcement on my social media channels, which you'll be able to see linked down below. So follow me there and uh, good luck raising your vibrations. Stay tuned.